Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, tennis fans. Welcome to the Yellow Ball Network. This is your host, Coach Denise, exploring tennis blessings and its effects on life's journeys with our mentors. Tennis is a wonderful sport, which might be the vehicle that takes you through life's journey. And our mentors may provide the roadmap for your journey. Each week I will be interviewing those coaches who have paved the pathway for many tennis players and coaches. Who are these mentors you will hear me talking with? Well, they have authored books and papers on tennis, sports, and life, and they continue to give back today. These mentors include... Well, people you hear regularly like Alan Fox and uh, Coach Chuck Reese, Dr. John Murray, Coach Scott Williams, Linda LeClaire, Dr. Bryce Young, Ashley Hobson, who was on last month, uh, and later on uh, this month, you will uh, we will be talking to Scott Engie. As a matter of fact, we might even be scooping. Uh, of one of Florida Tennis Magazine's articles uh, coming out in the next issue. Could be, should be out about the same time. But uh, today's uh, mentor is a special guest, Coach Mick, and we will talk uh, with him in a little while and uh, share what he's doing. But I would like to first thank the Yellow Ball Network CEO, J.P. Weber, for hosting our tennis network. And if you're not following We Coach Tennis on Facebook, you are missing out on useful information. The nice thing, of course, about Blog Talk Radio is that if you can't tune in live, you can listen whenever you choose. I seldom listen live to American Tennis on Wednesdays. But I always listen to Chuck Reese's uh, program. I've never missed it. Uh, so if you can't listen live, just tune in when it's available to you. And because I do believe Dr. King, when he said our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter, time permitting each week, I will add my personal views on North American tennis and life. Naturally, you will hear my biased views that the tennis journey should be going through our high schools and colleges. I am a firm believer of that, and uh, I naturally I'm going to be uh, trying to encourage us to get back to where we were, where that was the uh, training ground for our American pros. Who knows? Besides our weekly conversation, the Almighty Willing, you will also be able to continue reading my views in Florida today. I'm sorry, Florida Tennis. Um, actually, those of you that know my biased views probably also know that I'm not uh, a big fan of Florida Tennis. I mean, Florida News. Boy, this is getting off on the wrong uh, end, but... Uh, Florida news is uh, not one of my favorite things, but Florida tennis certainly is. And they're in their 25th years. And um, as I previously expressed in, in the past, 
if you d- disagree with my statements or our mentors or guests, or as far as that goes with my articles in uh, Florida Tennis Magazine, uh, just email me at coachdenise.fhstca at att.net. That's Coach Denise, D-A-N-I-S-E dot F-H-S-T-C-A at A-T-T dot net. Who knows? I may even share your views. It would not be the first time that has been done. I have done it in the past. Uh, I don't understand all the time why everybody doesn't agree with me all the time, but uh, that is life and uh, yeah, if you're willing to support your argument and you're not uh, vulgar and uh, we don't attack people but attack uh, ideas and try to make them better, I do believe uh, that's how we get it done. And I do believe that listening to other people's views uh, is how we're going to sit there and continue to make tennis the great game that it is. And when I say listening to other people's views, I don't mean listening for a point that you could cut in and put your views, but listen what the person that's disagreeing with you views are. Um, they Probably they might not convince you of their views, but hopefully if you listen to them and if they could support their views, I think you might see and respect another side of an issue. And that's all we ask you to do is listen to the views when you disagree for sure, uh, you know, let us know, and uh, we will give you the platform to do that. Besides Florida Tennis Magazine, uh, I really have to thank uh, Wilson Tennis because, as you know, I'm a big uh, believer in uh, high school tennis and uh, college tennis, and really there hasn't been anybody that's done more uh, for tennis, in my opinion, than Wilson and Probably I'm uh, I have that biased view because they're over a hundred years in sports, and I've been blessed to see about 75 years of uh, what they have done. I wish I could be around long enough to see the next hundred years, but I'm sure it's going to be great. And I'd like to also thank District 15 NJTL Associates. They've been over 20 years of providing tennis programming. And I've been uh, blessed to be the tennis director uh, during that time. And if um, they have gone to mostly 10 and under uh, tennis now with their programming, and if you haven't uh, worked with uh, uh, those uh, 10 and under kids, you're really missing out on something. It's just uh, a fantastic experience. I know in uh, six weeks in the spring and six weeks in the fall, uh, I always kid when the parents come in and I say, I'm here because my wife reminds me I can't afford a divorce. Um, but uh, truthfully, the high school that I coached uh, for 20 years, uh, I'm not sure if they would have had a tennis team, but for sure, uh, they wouldn't have won the district championships and had a state champion uh, if it wasn't for District 15 uh, NJTL and uh, the 10 and under uh, programs and they, um, getting the high school kids involved. It's just a great experience. 
Wagner Insurance, I should mention, too. Uh, they understand that our future leaders are in high school now, and, uh, and that's important. And uh, I, I need to also express my thanks to Team Connections, although the FHSTCA did not have a high school all-star tournament uh, this year, and I have to say shame on them. Uh, the reason that our all-stars and coaches look so good uh, every year was because Team Connections uh, addressed them. Uh, they remind us that tennis uh, fuels light. I see our guest is on the phone right now. I'm going to uh, go to him. You have heard me talk uh, and uh, well, a few weeks ago about uh, how impressed I was uh, not only with the uh, tennis campus in the Orlando area, but more impressed I was with uh, the people that I met there. And uh, I really feel that we are in a position to do some uh, great things. And one of those individuals is uh, Chris Mikulowski. And uh, those of you in the uh, Michigan and Midwestern states, I know know him more as uh, Coach Mick, um, but uh, being I didn't know him before a few months ago, uh, he's uh, Coach Chris to me, but I don't want to confuse you with that. But we are blessed to have, uh, well, I, I shouldn't say that. I apologize for that um, because uh, I was going to say we're blessed in Florida uh, to have him here, but uh, what he's doing at the national campus is not. Um, just for Florida, we just happen to be the um, base of the national campus. And uh, there's a lot of uh, ideas, good ideas, that are out there uh, that the USTA is starting to uh, uh, promote. And Chris is the director of the Experimental, Experimental Learning, uh, USTA University, uh, at the USTA National Campus. Uh, I'm sure the people in uh, Michigan uh, are disappointed, uh, but I think uh, for the nation, uh, we happen to be uh, blessed. Chris, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, John. That's a great intro. Thanks a lot. Well, I've, uh, I'm really reading uh, about you when I went up to uh, meet you a few months ago. Uh, I think one of the things that impressed me most is I am a believer that tennis is a, uh, a family affair. And in you introducing yourself to the public, introduce yourself as a family man and a, a man of faith. Uh, first, so my own bias, uh, you know, quite frankly, before I even met you, I was impressed reading your accomplishments. Not that I'm not impressed with you being the USPA uh, Midwest Tester of the Year or the uh, numerous other uh, uh, awards that you have uh, won, and uh, uh, but I'm uh, I, I think it's important that. Uh, you know, what we're doing, I always believed and told the audience and told my assistant coaches that 
you know, we're teaching more than the strokes of tennis and strategy and movement. Uh, we're teaching life skills, and uh, uh, and I think uh, I'm, I'm blessed about that. But enough about you. Unless, well, I shouldn't say that. Is there anything you would like to say about uh, you before I uh, get into uh, what you're doing? Well, I'm just honored to be here. Once I, I, I met you and down here at the campus a couple times, and I heard you had a podcast, and that was something that I was kind of doing up in Michigan on the side a little bit. You know, I was experimenting and all that, and this is the first time I've kind of really not quite the first, but close to the first, that I've been on the other side of the microphone, you might call it, where I have to answer the questions. I usually just ask them like you do, and now I'm sitting here with these papers in front of me to make sure I don't forget anything. But really, it's just going to be – I'm just honored to be here with you. And from what I know about, about you and how passionate you are, I think it was an instant connection when we both met. And uh, this is just going to be a great – casual conversation about what I do and uh, hopefully your listeners will get a little bit from it and uh, we can go from there. Yeah, I'd like you to uh, explain to the listeners just a little bit about uh, what uh, the USTA uh, uh, program is uh, about and uh, I, I can imagine the pressure is coming from all different directions because we all have our own biases, which should come first. I've, I've seen, uh, well, I won't get into the audience, with, but I've seen what you've produced so far, and I think it's fantastic. But uh, my bias being in um, high school coaching and college uh, coaching, uh, I'd like to see more done in that. But why don't you explain, you know, just what the program does and how it fits into uh, – the um, what's going on at the national campus now, if you would, please. Right. Well, I'm the direct, okay. That's a great intro, but I'm the director of experiential learning, which is basically learning by doing the whole idea. And, and I'm just one, I work in the USTAU, the educational, the new educational arm of the USTA and uh, directed by Scott Schultz, who was one of the first PTM directors in the country, started PTM at Fair State University, and that's where I went. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. But our goal is to increase the quantity and quantity, the quality and quantity of pros, teachers, organizers, and tennis, because right now there's a, there's a huge need for tennis pros out there. And the average age of a tennis pro, if you ask, you know, it's somewhere between – depending on who you ask, between I've heard 49 and 55. And there's a huge need uh, for pros out there. So what we're trying to do through uh, PTM programs and before that is create this, this timeline, you might call it, of uh, becoming, uh, like, for example, I remember when I was in middle school, uh, and maybe, maybe a freshman in high school, I was playing a lot of tennis, obviously, but then I wanted to help teach a little bit with the little kids. And so I started to help there. I was like a pre PTMer. And so what we would do at USTAU is work with that level of player, someone who's just getting out there and giving them tutorials and not even a courses, but more, uh, uh, some content that they can use, like what your job is day one of the tournament for someone like that. It might be making sure all the balls are up behind the curtain, making sure you got a hopper at the front desk for when the players come off the court, the balls can go on there and make sure all the net straps are at 36 inches. That might be a pre PTM. And then really 
how to follow along with the head pros or the lead instructor's objectives, things like that. I mean, very, very simple. The next level would be something that would be more like an instructor. I know we're working on something with that right now, uh, like, an, like an instructor certificate, but going to the next level and saying, okay, now I am going to be assisting on court. I might not be volunteering anymore. I'm going to assist in this group. I might even, I mean, as an instructor, I might even be able to work with some entry-level players on my own on my own court. So USTAU wants to help guide that level along and say, hey, here's some of the things you're going to have to learn to be successful at that next level. And that's going to be, it's going to be more about how to feed balls properly, how to manage uh, a group of kids on a court, how to have good personal skills. You might even get into uh, how to, how to communicate with parents because you're going to start, you know, once you start working with kids, it's natural to start working with parents. And then the next step might be uh, professional tennis management. That's what I did. I, I was in high school and I played a lot. I loved to teach. And so I actually went into architecture school in Cincinnati for a year, but I couldn't play there because I was in the studio the whole time and I, and I, and I, I missed playing. And so when this professional tennis management program came about at Fair State University in Big Rapids, Michigan, Scott Schultz, he called me up and said, Mick, it's a go. I was all in just because I just loved being on court. And then through that program, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, I'm sure by the end of it, I have a degree and I'm a certified teaching professional and I've done internships and I've had a lot of teaching experience through those four years. I'm a certified pro. And then we want to work with certified pros now in continuing education and giving them content that they can use uh, for continuing continuing education credit in the USPTA and PTR and continue to work with these pros from the early stages all the way up. And so what you're hopefully going to see out of that is, A, the quality being better towards the bottom, all right, and the quantity go up as well. And that's kind of our goal with USTAU is to do that. Now, my specific job here at the campus is director of experiential learning, and that's basically uh, the definition of that is learning by doing. So, you, you know, when you get out there and uh, you start trying things out. When I was at Ferris State, the racket facility at Ferris State University was what we called our learning lab. And that was actually my title when I first came here to the campus was the director of campus labs. And it just, uh, it just got changed to experiential learning. But um, the goal there, my job here is to make this 100-court facility the same as the four-court facility was in Big Rapids, Michigan at Ferris State University. So that was our learning lab to where we could go in there on the weekends and try new things, experiment. Uh, you know, it didn't matter if we were successful or we failed. We're going to try this new workshop. We practice feeding to our, you know, other uh, students in the PTM program, tried new teaching techniques out, worked with video analysis a little bit and how we would do it. And it was just a great thing, and that's exactly what – I'm trying to do here at the campus in two ways. One is physically through on-court coaches workshops, like we've had the TCA director's workshop here. The USPTA next generation workshop was here. Uh, we've had a couple of great uh, live streams put on by Jorge Capistani. And just we've invited uh, PTM students from all over the country to come here during spring break. And each day they had a different workshop. One day was in player development. The next day was on court with Rita Gladstone. I mean, it just went on and on where they got to work with an expert every day for four hours. 
and it was an amazing experience. So we can do that physically, but still there's a lot of people out there. So my other job is to try to do this virtually as well, and we do that through live streaming and working with uh, the PTM programs. We just did one a couple weeks ago with Sid Newcomb on how you can start preparing for the USPTA test now. He's the national tester for the USPTA, and we um, had PTM students on from all over the country, and, and we just talked about why it's important and what they can be doing now, even though they might not be taking the test for two or three years. And so being able to do it just like you are with this live show and your podcast is to be able to get the word out all over the world so people don't necessarily have to come here and we're working with different technologies to where you could be a teaching pro uh, and teach a group lesson and record it and you can tag let's say the critical points of the group lesson it might be your intro or your your uh, drill demonstration uh, it might be a good progression of drills where you talked about homework how you communicated with the students and you can tag those in the video send it our way. So let's say when I took the USPTA test, I had to do a 22-minute a uh, group lesson. So I, had, as a tester, I sat there on court and I watched him for 22 minutes and I watched the next guy for 22 minutes and I watched the next guy for 22 minutes and it took the whole day. Now, if you tag those points, uh, I can look at those critical points very quickly to see if you accomplish that. And with experiential learning, and it's, and it's almost like lear- learning by discovery, you learn better when, let's say, John, you're out there on court, you do your group lesson, you say, oh, my gosh, I forgot to go over the drill demonstrations. Well, you do it again and make sure you get it right. So when you send it to us, we can evaluate that and say, okay, you hit this point, you hit this point, and you learn better that way rather than doing it one day, waiting a while before you get your results. We want to work with you and help you throughout that whole process of becoming successful, both on court and off court. No, I think no, you did. I think it's very important for everybody to understand that because you know it's a changing uh, world, and uh, and I love the idea. You know, being somebody that's uh, in their late seventies, approaching eighty, that uh, you're just uh, we're targeting the young people. But I will say. I think we have to, and I think the great thing about this is more than, and I know the USPTA is targeting young people, the PTRs targeting young people, um, uh, and of course the PTM programs, that's what it's about. But I think that uh, the important thing is when you're looking at coaches, you got to work at all levels, and that's what I think you're able to do. I mean, I got involved in tennis, uh, and uh, I was, I didn't play. Uh, high school tennis. I did play tennis. I coached uh, uh, basketball in high school. I was on a police department, didn't look good in a police uniform, so they put me in a detective uh, bureau, and I was moved up to uh, command the detective bureau, so I could manage my own schedule, and I coached high school basketball. And I got involved in tennis because I was uh, – cross training for tennis and then wound up getting hooked on uh, wow. the game. So I think the idea where you, you know, what you're doing, you can reach out to everybody here now. And, uh, uh, I, I just hope that, uh, well, I, what scares me a little, I have to say, Chris, is I'm like getting into the 21st century 
and understand and uh, what's going on. Uh, but I find I'm the norm with uh, a lot of the pros, uh, teaching pros, and quite frankly, that scares me. So I do think you have a, a job in front of you, but um, you're the right person to uh, handle that. That's uh, for sure. Uh, and yeah, like for me, personally, uh, the quality is as important as in, increasing the quantity. I'm glad you said that because I selfishly, I think we. I, I think once you get there, we. You know, the quality is important too. So if you could talk about that, I'd appreciate it. Or if you have well, something one, else. Yeah, that's. Yeah, well, one thing that we're able to do, and I'm able to do just from I'm. You know, I'm a tennis director. I've. A year and a half ago, I was still on court 40 hours a week for 30 years, and I've got over 55,000 hours on court. But through that and through all my networking, I've had a chance to meet lots of great pros. And obviously, being here at the national campus, this is there's you know, whoever's sitting next to you is 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 a subject matter expert. And so, what we're able to do is not just say, "Hey, you know what? Here's how you do here, here's how you do this," because we at the USDA said this is how you do it. A lot of us here can say that because they do have that experience. But the other thing that we have access to is all of these experts all over the country, all over the world, all of these relationships we have where we, we can say, hey, look at, uh, look at uh, Coach John over here. He's an amazing director. And so we're going to give you tutorials on why he is success- successful. And here's another director over here of a camp. And this is why he's successful. Here's another director over here of a country club. This is why he is successful. And so there's, so we're going to be able to take these experts who have had success and pass their knowledge down to you through exactly like you're doing right now, through podcasts and interviews, live streams, webinars, uh, on-campus workshops. And so uh, we're able to do that as well as the same thing, uh, for PTM students and pros, one thing we're doing here at USTAU right now, we've just uh, decided on our new LMS system, our learning management system. And what we're going to be able to do is, as USTAU and working with all of the universities right now, we have got nine PTM programs in the country. In a couple of years, we'll have close to 15. And wow. we're able to uh, make courses, all right, produce a course, and then we're able to put that into our system, and these universities are going to be able to, with their PTM programs, pull these courses out of our system and use them in their universities. We're also able to assess these students uh, and pass those grades on to the universities, as well as, continu- as, well as continuing education for the pros. So uh, what we w- would do is, if you're that beginner person out there, we, our site that's being developed right now is going to have lots of content on it, free content that uh, will help you along your way with posts and tutorials and video instruction to help you in your specific area. But also, if you want to take that next step and get certified, you're going to have to take some courses uh, along with that, whether you're a PTM student in a program or whether you're what we call an apprentice where you might be working with a mentor at a club Right, you're going to have to take uh, these courses as well at that club. Right now, if you take the USPTA test, 
it's you know it's basically uh, a weekend's worth of work and some studying before that, and you're a certified teaching professional. All right, it's going to be a little bit different. With now, it's going to be 1,500 hours, and that's going to combine uh, internships, which is about 1,200 hours if you were at a PTM school, if you did it in the summertime, or if you were to apprentice at a club. That would be working at the club along with about 100 hours of coursework. Uh, and, and so we're going to be able to give you a much uh, deeper education. So when you go out there in the court, and that's why we want to raise the quality of pros, when you go out there in the court and you say you are certified, it's going to mean, wow, this guy has, has done this, he's done this, he's done these courses, I know he has this experience. And so it's going to have a little bit greater value to it, and that's raising the quality. And what our job is is to produce these courses with subject matter experts from all over the country and provide those to uh, the schools who are using those in PTM. And also someone like, let's say you're out of school and you say, you know what, I want to become a certified pro. That's great. So you're still going to have to take these courses and access our courses through the LMS system and take those courses so that you can apply those towards certification. Excellent. Now, you had mentioned the USPTA uh, a couple of times, and uh, I'm a, a, almost a 30-year PTR uh, professional, and if I was younger and was spending more time on the courts today, I'd be a member of both because they're both great organizations. But I assume you're working – uh, you're at least in discussions with the PTR too, right? Uh, am I wrong? Exactly. Yeah, and like I said, I mentioned that with I mentioned the PTR as well earlier. And right now we're in discussions with them to where, you know, we're we're the only governing body of sport that doesn't certify their pros, which is fine. And we have two great organizations that do that. So what we're trying to do is work as closely as we can with both of those organizations to be able to provide. Uh, a pathway for someone who wants to be certified in either organization. Excellent, excellent. Let me ask you, I mentioned something before, and if I could ask you a question. Uh, as you know, when we had the FACA uh, High School Coaches Workshop up there, we had hoped to uh, uh, video those and use them at a later day in between the weather and your knee replacement and mine. <laughs> and then right, that's right, yeah. Not being there, we were never able to do that. And I was hoping that maybe you and Ashley Hobson, you, you get together, you could leave campus and go. But if I'm hearing what you're saying, that, that might not even be necessary. Like, for instance, and I don't want to put undue pressure on Ashley, but if he did with some of the same things he did at, our presentation uh, and sent them to you, you would be able to use them anyway? Or, or, yeah, anyway, or do you I have to those... be there? No, I don't have to be there. As a matter of fact, you know, we just did a live stream with Stephen Huss and Jonathan Glover on court with the 14 and under, and we had people all over the world watching that and asking questions and raising their hand. And, and so – the technology's out there now. I mean, if sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, we do a ton of testing because, I mean, my goal is to be out there on court teaching with an expert about a certain subject 
and then being able to get that out to everybody all over the world. But at the same time, instead of just make that something that they can watch, something that they can engage in and be able to ask that that pro questions right there on the spot and for everybody else to hear their question, you know, and right now we're, we're working with a couple of different systems where we can actually do that, which is fantastic. And the more we can do that, we don't have to be together. So if you're at your club and I want to get John on and talk to John about a specific subject, it's going to be very easy to do and we can do it on court. And that's usually the hard part is doing it on court because um, you have to have cameras and all that kind of stuff. But the technology is becoming so efficient to where you can do it fairly easily now. Okay. Well, as you know, we we all have biases, and I'm no different. And I just, I I'm old enough to remember when our American pros went through the high schools and colleges of this country, and uh, and I think, uh, you know, I think that should still happen. And I know we got challenges and more than we could handle in our discussion, but uh, oh, but that's uh, for sure. You I mean, might be the cheated. You can't beat that. I mean, if you're going face to face, interrupting you. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I was just saying that it's still crucial to do exactly what you said to have those face to face visits, as well as doing it virtually. We were just trying to plan out our new digital system here on campus, which is uh, with our digital team up in New York. So we actually flew up there and sat down at a table with them for about six hours and just talked to them about what our needs were, and we could have done that easily over a camera in a room on a hangout or whatever, but being there face to face, I mean, it was so much better. I was just really glad we did that because I think we could understand each other. We just clicked a lot more being there in person. So that's still a crucial part of that learning experience for sure. Well, I agree. Well, I think you, uh, you've you covered a lot of it, but let me ask you a, a question, if I may. One of the things that uh, I hear a lot is uh, I don't understand why. Uh, so can you give a better explanation than I do on why? Uh, people that listen to the broadcast uh, – uh, sometimes I'm anti-USTA, uh, and then sometimes I'm uh, uh, pro-USTA, and uh, so, <laughs> and everybody has their own opinion. But I have talked before about, and, and, and I know it's a challenging thing, but the USTA being uh, the governing body, and I don't think a lot of people understand how that came about and everything, but we have two teaching organizations, uh, like I said, that if I was a young coach, I'm just a 30-year member of one, uh, but they're both great organizations today. But our USTA needs to take responsibility. They have to be, well, if you like it or not, not, when I say you, I don't mean you. I mean the USTA is responsible. So I think what you're doing is so important. Explain it better than I can. Well, here's one thing I think you'll see different, you know, in in the USTA. In the USTA, I was a teaching pro for 
30 years. So, you know, the USDA came out with a bunch of different initiatives, you know, and, you know, you're, you're, you're knee deep into one and then another one would come about and that might affect what you're doing now. And, but I think what you're going to see with the USDA, especially what uh, uh, Craig Morris has done uh, with net generation and the whole team here on the national campus for the last year and a half have really been working hard to make sure this is done right. And, and really what net generation is, is what the USDA is trying to do now is say, hey, look at Mick. Like I used to run a program called Rally Ball at, in Traverse City, Michigan, and that town has 15,000 people in that town, in the city limits anyway. And I had 660 second and third grade players playing Rally Ball in the schools after school. It was fantastic. I loved it. But then I was also a pilot site for uh, Quick Start and 10 and Under Tennis. And so, so we were getting involved in that, and it went extremely well at our club. But now they were trying to do that within the schools as well. And if I did that within the schools, it kind of cut my program in half because I could put 48 kids in comfortably in a gym playing rally ball. But with, uh, with, with 10 and Under Tennis, which it was called at the time, a 3660 Quick Start, you know, now I had to have teams – and so it just made my numbers smaller. And so I decided at the time to keep doing what was successful for me. Now, what's fantastic about net generation, that's what they're doing as well. They want to support. If that's successful for me, they want to support to help grow the game and do what's, do what's working for me. And they want to support all of the pros and organizations out there, community programs, schools, with what is working well with them and support their initiatives and help them grow the game. Because it's different. Like what even high school tennis is different in Michigan than it is in Florida. Because when I came down here to Florida, I'm sitting here going, you know what, we got to have these summer camps for coaches, and I'm going to create this this turnkey tutorial on how they can run a, a summer program here but it's so hot here in the summer you know it's coming up north coaches are doing that all the time they have their summer programs going they're fantastic you know it's 75 degrees and you know but here it's a different story and up there you know where i'm from there's 12 players on a team four singles players and three and four doubles teams so you've got eight players playing doubles four playing singles they don't do both here they do both and the seasons are different and so it's different all around the country so instead of trying right. to say, hey, here's how we're going to do things, it's saying we're going to support what you're doing. John, you do such a great job at your club with your program. We want to support that. And that's, I'm all for that. And as a teaching pro for 30 years, that was just great news to hear. So I'm just really excite, excited about the way net generation is moving uh, through the country. Yeah, I think that's uh, a great program. At first, when you look at it, and I must admit, I was going to say, oh, here we go again with changes, because, I mean, we, I, would, I started out with the play and stay before it was uh, uh, rally ball, and then quick start, I, uh, I, had, <laughs> I, I had the USDA Florida pushing me Changed the District 15 to Quick Star, and of course my wife uh, was the director of that, and uh, telling her, you know, we're doing it. She, you know, and she said, well, because you were on the board of directors, and so we, I finally convinced her to change it to Quick Star, and then we find out the name belongs to uh, somebody else, so it gets changed again, and now 10 and under. So I think we, uh, I think next generation can encompass so many things and we don't have to 
and when I say we, because I'm still a USDA member, and uh, I'm no longer on any of the boards or anything, but I'm still a USDA member. When I say we, I think we've given up on projects too early. I mean, and I and I think, and the, one of the reasons was it because there wasn't something that covered the whole thing, and I'm hoping that next generation is going to, I think it is going to be a big saving. And just the idea yeah, of one mention, making sure that one, people yeah. are uh, fingerprinted and everything is going to be, uh, uh, the safety of your kids, I mean, that's the most precious commodity a parent has as their child, and uh, I think that's a major step. Yeah, and if you're a parent, you want to make sure your child is safe on court, so that's why you know, if you're if if you're a provider registered with Net Generation, uh, you have to go through a background check, get your 16-digit number. I believe it's every year, every two. It might be every two years, but I think every year that you have to go through that to make sure you're still in good standing. So, as a parent, I know if my son is taking a lesson from that pro, and uh, then and I'm much more comfortable. And with all the stuff that's going on these days in coaching and wherever, all over the place, that is just a, a little weight lifted off my mind that, you know, that they are background checked and all that. And, and again, it's just one message consistent throughout the whole country, which is great. So pretty excited about that. And, and we start with the PTM students. I mean, with the PTM students, they learn – about net generation and how that's going, they're, that's going to affect them when they graduate. They're on board with everything. They know about community. They know about the schools. They know about the teaching, how they all connect and work together. Uh, that's going to be a big plus for them when they get out there in the industry. Now, let me ask you one more question. Uh, the, the, sure. As you know, this broadcast goes around the world and your stuff going around the, the, the um, do you have to be a USTA member? And how would somebody, if I wanted to see Jorge's presentation that uh, you did, you did an excellent job with that there. And uh, let's say I, I wasn't a member and I didn't see that live. Is how do people go on and see and recognize that? Well, we've just built a new platform, uh, and USTA.com is transitioning over to this new platform. And then USTAU, like I mentioned earlier, we were up in New York giving them our requirements and what functionality we want for our platform so we're able to pass along that content free. So right now, uh, that content is, is archived and sitting there ready, ready to go out on our site but since we don't have a platform yet, I do it one one piece at a time. So I may put out something. Hey, we're doing a Jorge Capistani. You can go to YouTube and look at, and look it up. Just look up Jorge right. Capistani live at the national campus, and that'll pop up. But right now, yep. that's the only place that exists right now until we get our platform finalized. Okay, and yeah, so do you expect that to happen in the near future? Yeah, we're hoping by mid of 2018 to be up and running and good to go. And there's just, you know, it's it's different now. There's, when I came in here, I did all of those things on my own with my own little instructional site. So now uh, we're trying to make those changes here so you have many different avenues to consume content 
that's going to be beneficial to you. It's nothing we're going to shove down, down your throat by any means. And our goal is to be able to provide the content specifically that you're looking for. So if, if you're a teaching pro and you're working mainly with adult teams, that's the kind of content that, A, you can get on your own if you want. Go, go to the site or anybody will be able to for free. But at the same time, when we know that you like that content, when we produce some of that, we will automatically make sure that you get that content because we know that's what you like. I and mean, then we might not be giving you content on working uh, in another area, and we don't want to bombard you with things that you're not interested in. We just want to make sure we're giving you the content you're looking for to make you successful. So at some time, uh, I'd be able to go, in the, it's, and I admit I'm, uh, it takes me a while when I go to the website and go, but I would at some time be able to go to the USTA website and then just go to uh, USTAU, and then I would be able to find the information that you're producing. Exactly. Right now it's USTA.com slash coach, but there's not – we're just moving everything over now. So a lot of the content that was out there before is not even on there yet. We're just starting to, to migrate that over to the new site. And that just takes a lot of time. And so uh, that's kind of what we're up to right now. Like right now, what you'll find mainly is information on professional tennis management. And if you're a high school tennis player who's not necessarily, you know, the best player on your team, but are you interested in a career in tennis, You'll get that right now at usta.com forward slash coach or just go to the coaching tab and you'll see that we work with Discovery Education in providing uh, information on the benefits of a career in tennis. And we're working with those uh, nine universities right now across the country where they can get associates, bachelors, even master's degrees in professional tennis management where they get a degree with a tennis concentration and when they graduate they get certification and right now in professional tennis management for your listeners if you have somebody that's interested or you know a a high school player that may be interested in teaching uh, when I went to Ferris I I went the the program there is over 30 years old and right now it's a hundred percent job placement and I graduated in business I you know that was my degree and right now according to Forbes if 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 you have a degree in business administration, the odds of you getting a job offer right out of college, all right, one job offer is 54%. All right, if you're a teacher, it's 28% or 29%. It's 28.9. The highest on Forbes list anyway is computer science, which is 67%. But in professional tennis management, it's 100% job placement at Fair State for the last 30 years. All right. And when they come out of that, the median salary for an entry-level pro is between fifty and $55,000 a year. And I think for the person, uh, for a coach, uh, the, the rewards are that they have in a student to do that is rewarding enough. But I know one of my proudest moments was uh, – uh, when I was tennis coordinator for the World Scholar Athlete Games, and uh, one year I took a, a high school player of mine uh, to those games at the University of uh, Rhode Island, and four years later uh, I took her. Uh, she was applied for being one of my coaches there, 
And I'll tell you, just, uh, you know, talk about making your head swell. It's just the greatest experience <laughs> in the world to see somebody that you brought and then they're, they're returning, but this time they're returning as a coach. Uh, so, and it might not be as a coach because there's so many other aspects of the tennis game. And I think it's important that we recognize, I mean, it probably was healthy uh, 35, 40 years ago that you could take a racket of ball and a tennis racket and you could encourage and make the game bigger uh, and quote, unquote, you were a tennis pro, but uh, you're not a tennis pro with a, uh, a racket and a, a basket of balls. Uh, you better be prepared like anything else in life. And uh, and I think what you're doing is just going to – the rewards, I don't know if you're going to see them all, but the rewards are going to go on well past with, uh, what you're doing now, Chris. And uh, I just uh, – Oh, I'll see. I, I, know, I was just so impressed with uh, – me and you and uh, Scott, when uh, Bobby and I went up there, and uh, I, I remember when we left there, Bobby said, you know, that's the first time we've been at a uh, USTA meeting where people didn't tell us what they were doing but was asking questions. I said, you know, I picked that up too, honey. Yeah, well, yeah, this one that's, that was the main focus of that meeting for me was to say we want to support high school coaches any way that we can. And for me, I want to know what type of content or what type of areas do high school coaches need assistance in to where I can help or find the right people out there that can help to make their job more successful. I mean, that's really what I want to do. That's what we're trying to do. Well, and I'm sure you'll succeed. Before we leave, we just about killed the whole show. I do have to cover a couple of things at the end, but I do. Uh, I, I would like, uh, well, two things. First, I'd like to remind you, you know I'm pushy, so I'm not going to stop just because I'm on the air. And you and Ashley have to get together pretty soon because I want to see something coming out of that. I mean, you're just oh, the two of you are just too talented. Uh, I don't know, and I know you're both extremely uh, busy, but I'd like you to, to tell the audience uh, anything you want to do about how to contact you or about what you're doing. Any You have about five minutes because that's more important than uh, my commentary. I could do that every uh, week. I do want to remind the people before, in case I get too tied up, that next week, um, I will be uh, celebrating with my family on Thanksgiving, so there won't be a broadcast. But uh, if you would, Chris, go ahead. Well, the the best way to get a hold of me right now is just is to email me, and that's uh, michaelowski at usta dot com. And the way you spell that is uh, Mike, like Michael without the e, M I C H A L O W S K I at usta.com and if you email me i'll email you back if you have any questions uh about what we're up to here uh i'll email you back right now i'm in the process of working the one thing i can do right now without that site and i'm I'm, is is to put on uh live streams and webinars and you asked that earlier what i'm doing right now is i'm building a page 
to where, and I, it's not out there yet, but when it is out there, I can let you know so you can get it out there to your listeners uh, to mm-hmm. where it'll show everything that we're up to in terms of each week, who we're talking to live, uh, what the subject matter is going to be, and uh, whether it's – and right now I'm mainly doing that just on uh, on live streams and webinars just because it's a lot easier. And uh, we can have as many people watch that, and then we record that, and I'll archive that. So right now what, I, what I'm trying to do before our platform goes live is to, is to have a page available to where that is. Once we get uh, the URL for that page, I will let you know so you can let your audience know. Uh, where they can go to get the, and it'll also be on the USTA site, but uh, but it'd be great if you could let your audience know. Uh, yeah, I definitely would, and I assume that when you're archiving this, they would be able to go to Google to do it, or will there be another place they go if I miss something live? And if I archive that, they'll be able to go directly to that URL I give you, and there'll be a link that says oh. archive shows. Click on that, boom, and then they'll be able to watch anything that we've done up to date any expert that we've talked to on a variety of subjects, whether it's on-court teaching, it could be anything that's off-court. There's a lot that go, goes on off-court. We're teaching pros, specialty skills, like stringing, things like that. I mean, there's all sorts of things that uh, can uh, we can uh, produce content on, not just on teaching skills and how to feed and how to work with groups, but there's many off-court skills and marketing skills that have to happen off the court as well. So uh, we'll definitely have all that available for you. Very good. Well, Chris, I thank you for taking the time. I know how busy uh, you are. Uh, You know that if we could be of any assistance, I definitely uh, would be. I think uh, uh, I'd probably be more trouble than anything else because I'm so late. No, it's been an honor to meet you. As a matter of fact, John, when I first got here, a really good friend of mine who's an amazing pro said you got to get a hold of john denise he's the guy you have to get a hold of and so you're one of the first guys i contacted uh because i didn't know anybody in florida i'm a michigander i've been up there forever so uh and ever since i've i've got a chance to meet you uh that's opened up a lot of doors in other areas for for me to meet other pros so i just want to say thank you for that well, thank you. It was a pleasure uh, going up there. Uh, that was the first time I was at the uh, academy. It was uh, I've just been so crazy this year with medical issues and everything. But uh, my wife and I, and like I said on the broadcast before, as impressive as the national campus is, uh, more impressive is the people that there. And and you, I just can't praise enough. But I will uh, remind you, like I remind all the people and uh, that have been on the uh, broadcast, if you're on the east coast of Florida, there is an area below uh, Florida, about 80 miles. There's an east coast little fishing village. Uh, if you're down here, we have a room in our home. We're an old tennis uh, family. Uh, we've had... Uh, Coaches here and umpires here and USTA members here and PTR members here. Um, And we have the extra rooms because we thought our kids would be uh, coming visiting more than they are. So the odds are if you're down here, we have room and we'd love to host you. So thanks for being on this show. I love it. 
Okay. Well, let me uh, let me uh, just remind the audience. Next uh, week we have. I'm sorry. Next week we don't have a broadcast. Uh, this following week we have a uh, coach on uh, Scott Engie, who is God. He comes from a tennis family. His father was a high school coach for 25 years. Uh, he's uh, been involved with high school. Uh, started the National High School uh, Coaches Association in high school. Uh, they named the top 25 boys high school team, the top 25 uh, girls high school team in the country. Uh, he has now wow. moved to uh, college uh, uh, tennis. He's uh, uh, coaching uh, Ottawa University in Kansas. Uh, and uh, but he's a, he's one of the mentors I talk about that keeps giving. He's been presented at the FACA workshops a couple years uh, when we did our certification training. He did video and presented uh, on the uh, internet uh, for us. And um, today he's still giving. And one of the things he will be doing. And uh, we'll be, uh, well, he's already did it. They've named their six states the first Hall of Fame uh, high school coaches. And and inductees will be introduced on our broadcast uh, uh, on the 30th of this month. I don't want to scoop Florida Tennis Magazine. Uh, Jim March will get upset with me being I write articles every issue there. So hopefully we'll have the magazine out the same day. Uh, but uh, he's a gentleman that I've known for a long time. He was one of my coaches uh, 30 years ago at the uh, World Scholar uh, Athlete Game. He's one of those coaches that just continue giving, and even though he's moving into the college ranks now, he understands that uh, there is a sleeping giant in high school tennis, and he's helping to awaken that high school tennis. And I will remind everybody, uh, the reason I got involved in high school tennis was because when I was the president of the PTR, well, I should say a USPTR, was at that time USPTR Florida section, uh, coaches were telling their players, their better players, don't let your kid go to high school and have some science or math teacher uh, ruin them. Uh, Chris is doing the, the job to sit there, and we're going to the quality of people and coaching getting better. We started. That's how I got involved in uh, high school tennis coaches. I had an athletic director in a new school that opened up in our community and said, "Why don't you put your money where your mouth is?" But today, uh, I love to tell you it's it's a success story. It isn't because I'm hearing this. Same thing in college tennis now is don't let your player play college uh, tennis. Let him go pro. Now, there are some people that should go and could go pro, but I'm going to suggest to you that most of those people can also go to college and they can prove. I think we're seeing the, the evidence is there that professionals can play a longer period of time. I mean, Federer has proven that. Uh, Venus Williams on the women's side uh, has proven that. So 
let's not let's sit there and get our players into high school playing, get them into uh, college playing, and I'm sure the USTA is going to continue to sit there and what programs like Chris is doing, but I'm sure Chris is going to expand that where we're going to sit there and help make our tennis pros and our teachers and our high school and college coaches better coaches. And I will tell you as somebody that's been in this business for a long time and coached basketball prior to that, even when you get old like me, you can still learn. So please don't ever stop learning. And uh, I do believe the future is in front of us. And I I thank people like Chris for giving. uh, And uh, I think you will enjoy uh, Scott uh, on the 30th. God bless you. Tell your friends to listen in two weeks. And you have a blessed week. And enjoy Thanksgiving with your family. Bye now. (laughs) 